0: Hey there, it's Codette LaBarbera and Bridget Whitney. We are pretty pumped to invite you to eavesdrop while we chat with some of our favorite badasses in and beyond the hockey world. The arena goal horn doesn't blow when people have success off the ice, so we want to blow it here. Did you say blow? Oh, I might have.
1: Codette likes to rap while eating kale and chewing healthy juice on her way to Supermom It, sell real estate, or change the world one philanthropic moment at a time.
0: Bridge smashes coffee and makes up the words to her favorite songs, needs to set an alarm on her phone for almost every appointment in life because she's always late. She's busy managing her three kids, dancing addiction, and website for pro hockey families. If we lived together, we would high-five each other at 4.45 a.m. when I'm just getting up and Bridget is headed to bed, each a vampire in our own right.
1: Both of us love our families, each other, and our insanely awesome hockey community. So pour yourselves a drink of choice and saddle up because the boys aren't the only ones with the stories. Sydney Martin is no stranger to living a life dictated by professional sports. She has a background in sports broadcasting, along with a famous NFL playing dad, Boomer Esiason. This lacrosse playing badass is spending the quarantine with her husband and New York Islander right winger, Matt Martin, and currently pregnant with their first baby. We can't wait to get into it here with Sydney.
2: Hello. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Good. Hi, Sydney.
0: Nice to sort of meet you. I know. I know. Nice to finally meet you guys over Zoom. Where are you? Where are you quarantining?
2: I am at my parents' house, me and Matt, um, on Long Island. So I grew up on Long Island, so our, uh, condo is close to here, but it's better to be with my mom, you know, and all of her home cooking. Yeah.
1: <laughs> that was a wise choice. Had you yes. decided to get out of there? Where's your condo?
2: It's in the same town that I grew up in. Okay. Um, so my dad played for the jets when I was younger, the New York jets. So my parents, um, relocated to, uh, Long Island and I grew up here and I actually didn't grow up an Islander fan though. So, okay.
1: Um, <laughs> I saw, you're a Rangers fan.
2: Yeah, I grew up a hardcore Rangers fan. Oh, I'm going oh. to games with my dad all throughout my life. And yeah, and then I um, started dating a New York Islander, which was a little bit weird, but
1: made <laughs> <with> the adjustments. <laughs> Did you just say, listen, you can't wear your jersey? I'll come to your games and I'll cheer for you, but I can't cheer for your team.
2: <laughs> yeah, that's exact. when we first started dating. I was like, it's never gonna change. I'm always gonna be a Ranger fan. And it quickly changed. I did not <laughs> think that, that was gonna, you know, take a turn like that.
1: <laughs> oh my god, that, that is understandable. I could see that. We um I just knew what being a fan was and I was like,
2: okay, this is completely different than being a fan. You know, this is like a lifestyle. So yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. I know. I always, funny, say, like, you cheer, I always say like you cheer for whoever's paying for paying for your husband. Right. So that's
2: true. I'm like, I'm a number 17 fan. And yeah. that's about it. That's what I explain to people all the time. Like, it's just the number on the Jersey and it's the one person I'm supporting. So yeah, yeah
1: that makes sense. But you just said like, you grew up in a sports family, like your dad, your dad is Boomer Esiason. That's freaking mm-hmm. crazy.
2: Yeah. We, you know, we went to games all the time. I, you know, grew up watching football. I don't really remember it because I was really young when my dad retired. Um, but yeah, so I was around sports all the time. So it kind of it wasn't new to me, but the world of, you know, like dating an athlete was new to me. Okay. And yeah. My mom obviously gave me some insight,
1: but you were a little, a very little person then when you were living that yeah. post sports
2: world five when he retired. So like I vaguely remember being at the games, but, and also NFL, the NFL is so different. It's like giant stadiums. It's one game a week. So obviously like, I think when you're younger, you know, and you have kids in hockey, they probably remember going to games more frequently. So well, yes, yeah, because there's that many more games. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And so like, I don't know how football works at all. And I don't know anyone who's a football wife <laughs> or anything, but did you like, did your mom move? Like, did she uproot and move every time or? Yeah.
2: So my dad played for three teams. He played for, um, the Arizona Cardinals, uh, New York Jets and the Cincinnati Bengals. Um, so I was born in Cincinnati. Um, and then he went to the Cardinals and the Jets. And then, um, at the end of his career, he went back to Cincinnati. Um, but my mom kind of at that point was like, all right, the kids are old enough. They're in school. Um, we're going to stay in New York. And then he, you know, we still had our house in Cincinnati for a bit, but they kind of made that decision when I was like around four that they were going to stay put in
1: New York. Yeah. And my
2: dad's a New Yorker. So that was kind
1: yeah. of an brainer You knew you were going back. That kind of happens in hockey too. I feel like by the end, if there's just a, a year where it's like a single contract, so, that's okay. kind of awesome to have finished up where he started and had such like the bulk yeah. of his career. That's pretty cool too. Exactly. Yeah, oh, that's okay. a nice way to end. So oh, you said you were an athlete too. You played, what did you play growing up? So I played, um, soccer and lacrosse, but,
2: um, I basically, you know, kind of committed to lacrosse. Um, Long Island is a huge, like lacrosse area. Um, Matt and I actually always joke whether our kids are going to play hockey
1: or lacrosse. And he's <laughs> like,
2: you can't make any money from lacrosse. They're not playing lacrosse.
1: Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, they play both. You got to swap up the sports yeah, in the summer exactly. one in the winter.
0: So professional, but professionally you have to choose. Yes, true. Uh, But
2: yeah, so I played the cross. I uh, played the club across at Boston College, um, and then you know, obviously, wasn't that competitive. But um, I was kind of into sports my entire life. So I was a double major in English and Communications, and then I, um, after college, I ended up going into sports broadcasting for about three or four years, um,
1: before Matt signed with Maple Leafs. And then I kind of gave up that little career of mine. <laughs> when did he come into the picture then? Sounds like he was um, a thorn. He sounds like he was a little thorn in that.
2: <laughs> yes. Well, so he actually came into the picture early. Um, he came into the picture when I was a sophomore in college. Um, he publicly tweeted at me, which, oh. yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Like there like the DM did didn't exist back then. Like no one was like DMing. So um yeah, he so we were kind of we started dating when I was a junior. And then um after I graduated, I kind of wanted, you know, I wasn't ready to move in yet. I wasn't really ready to be like super serious. And I started working for the New York Jets, and then I worked for the NHL, and then um I worked for Sports Illustrated after that. But so I we were dating. Out throughout the entire time I was yeah. working in uh, broadcasting, but I just kind of made the choice to move with him to Toronto and kind of give it up.
1: Okay, were you doing on air like on air broadcasting and yeah like sideline? Okay, wow. yeah. So I
2: was doing um for the Jets, I was doing more just like fan reviews, like jumbotron stuff, uh-huh. and then the NHL I was doing um, game highlights on oh. NHL.com. Um,
0: That's awesome! Yeah. Wow, that'd be so cool, though. Um, what was your favorite? one of those gigs? You know what?
2: The NHL gig was probably my favorite, um, but it was probably the weirdest um, for me and Matt because I wasn't doing his games. It was a conflict of interest, obviously. Mm -hmm. Um, But I was, you know, doing highlights for other games. So um, that was, you know, kind of an odd thing for, I think for him to hear it, but he was totally cool with it. He was very supportive um, and then I did love, um, Sports Illustrated because it was just a wide range of sports, but
1: I do know hockey the best, obviously. Right. So you said it was NHL.com that you were working on doing yeah. highlights. Okay. Mm-hmm. So then how does that work? Do you, do they send you the highlights of the games and then you, um, kind of give your own. Your so own we, audio? I worked at
2: the NHL, um, like headquarters in New York city. New York. Okay. Yeah. Yep. So, um, there was one of the floors was nhl.com. I would watch, I'd have four or five games a night. Um, I'd watch the games in a control room. There was like three other talent and we all had producers. And then at the, after all the games were over, I would do, I'd go into a, um, like a little room and do like a voiceover. And I would get all like the West Coast games. So I'd be there until like three in the morning. Yeah, it's late. Wow. Yeah, it's late there. So Matt and I were on very different schedules. I started dating him when I was 19. I got that job when I was, I want to say 22, 23. But okay. yeah, they they knew they knew about him, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, I In my interview, I obviously, they knew it was kind of mm-hmm. widely known, but they were
0: just like, all right, just no Islander games. Okay. And so then you, but then your first time moving with him was to Toronto?
2: Yeah. So, um, yeah, so I lived in the city at that time. We moved in together his last year on the Islanders before we went to Toronto. And that's when I was working for Sports Illustrated. Um, and then in free agency, he signed with the Maple Leafs, um, in 2016. And then I kind of had to, you know, make the decision. I'm American, so I didn't have a work visa. Mm -hmm kind of had to make the decision whether to do long distance or move with him. And that was kind of like the first year I was like, you know what? I don't, I'm not a long distance person. I'm going to go with my heart and I'm going to, you know, go with you. So yeah, Cute. that's good. I feel like I never really appreciated. Well, I always appreciated it, but a lot of the girls on the Islanders were Canadian. Mm -hmm. Um, ironically, so like I, you know, watched them kind of all uproot their lives while I was having the luxury of being a New Yorker Mm -hmm. working in New York. And then I kind of saw the flip side going to Toronto where they were all mostly from and giving up, you know, like my livelihood. So,
1: um,
2: yeah, no, but I, I think that's the hardest thing for like us in this, um, in this world is like when we give up kind of our careers, there's like a, sh- there's like an attachment of shame for some reason that, you know, you did it for, you know, the wrong reasons or, mm-hmm. you know, like you kind of lose your identity. And I think I struggled with that a little bit when I got to Toronto, cause I was so used to working all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But it took a lot of, you know, it took a l- little bit of time to like accept that for sure.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Like the independence you had with like your work and, and just like, even just for your own mind, like your mental health, right? Like just yeah. being active with it and always thinking and having to like. Yeah. You know,
2: and like having that own little part of my life that was separate from him. Obviously I was working in hockey, so it wasn't that separate, but still.
1: It was my yeah, but life. still, was it's, it's different too, because you're giving up um, some, your financial independence too. Yeah. In exactly. some regards. So it's that's, a, that's a lot to deal with. And, and it's
2: awkward when you're not engaged and you yeah. kind of like mm-hmm. the first, I, fi- like not being um, financially independent and, but also not being engaged and then living in another city with him. I was mm-hmm. like, I don't really know how to like ask for my, like, I don't know, a credit card from him or it's like, it's such an awkward thing,
0: but yeah. I thought so too. Like, I was like, how do I buy Jason the Christmas present with his yeah. own money? Like, I just like, to <laughs> you, from you. Like, I just like, I struggled with it so bad, but the girls used to be like, just deal with it, could Because you have no other choice. So yeah.
2: yeah, I, the other girls were the ones that were like, Sydney, you just got to do it because <laughs> you're supporting him. So that's your job. Like you're helping mm-hmm. him succeed in his career. So you have every right to ask for it.
1: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, it is. It's awkward in your brain. Your brain gets super busy with all of it, and yeah. and I just remember too. I had a girl um, that I was lucky, lucky enough to, I don't know, look up to, and she was like, "Listen, and even even just buying simple things for your home, even like, yes, coffee yeah. mugs or whatever." I was like, "Ooh, like, do I?" And she was like, "Listen, go to Pier One, buy a cute set of mugs and some yeah. tableware, and just don't fucking worry about it." That's yeah, like, it's just yeah, so weird. That, you just feel and- odd.
0: No. And then now the guys probably are like shaking their heads like, oh, now they're just totally comfortable. Just fine. <laughs> yeah. whatever the fuck they feel like. <laughs> I, think, I remember the first, I think it was like the first three years
2: when I was working, I would pay the wives fund with my own money mm-hmm. and I would pay for like a lot of, you know, the girls dinners with my own money, whatever. And finally, one of the girls who is still one of my really good friends was like, Sydney, he should be paying this for you. Like you shouldn't be using your own money for the wives fund. Like this is, you know, this is something he should be paying for. And I was like, Oh, okay.
1: (laughs) I get it. You know what? And just so listeners know the wives fund is actually, so usually at the beginning of the year, and I'm sure it's changed in the last few years, but the girls all kick in money for, um, like if there's a trade gift, I mean, sometimes it's, it's a lump sum in the beginning when we were first in, it was just, you gave like $300 for a trade gift for if it happened during the year. But yeah. then if there was a baby, you would give more money and do different things. So, and all different teams gave different amounts of money, but it is a little tricky for girls that are just girlfriends and traveling back and forth. And they're like, Ooh, like,
2: yeah. I, them, yeah. but I know I them. my friend um, is dating somebody now on Anaheim, like newly dating somebody. And she texted me and she's like, is This normal, like what is this fund? (laughs) And I was like, if you're and she's there long distance. I was like, if you're not
1: there, you shouldn't really have to pay if you're not going to events. But yeah, it's a very odd thing. What do you think though? Like, do you think the guys should like how does that conversation come up? Do should the guys say in the room, like, listen, don't forget the girls have a fund. Uh, buck up if your girlfriend's moving here and living with you. Like, I feel like the guys should have this conversation. Yeah, they
0: should. We had one teammate in Scottsdale and her boyfriend would not pay, like wouldn't pay anything, like nothing. He wouldn't pay for her to go for dinner, like would give her 20 bucks when they'd hit the road, like when the guys would be oh, out yeah. of town. I'm like, what? Yeah, I, I, that.
2: I tell Matt all the time. I'm like, you have to tell like the young guys that they, you know, they have to do it because, yeah. you know, sometimes... and. You know, young girlfriends, sometimes
1: they're afraid to
2: ask. Like exactly. ask their yeah. boyfriend. Like how because we were just
1: talking about. Exactly. It's awkward like, for them. And then it yeah. is good that there is a player that will do that. I feel like Ray yeah. got better yeah. at that later, but you're right. Like, but then is it up to us to say yeah. to our guys, listen, go in there, be the veteran, tell yeah. him that it's going needs to on. For the fight. Right. And also, if you're gonna go on a on a road trip and then you leave this poor young girlfriend at home, she doesn't even yeah. go for dinner with the girls because she's afraid, yeah, you know, she can't afford it.
0: Who was your first like um like hockey girlfriend who like who welcomed you? Um,
2: so I had one friend that I kind of grew up with, uh, Christy Cizekas. Um, her husband is Matt's line mate. Um, and we were around the same age. We were both in school at the time when we, um, were dating Casey and Matt and Casey and Matt lived together. So awesome. we were really close and we're still really close. She was in my wedding. I was in hers. Um, and I would say like my first veteran friend who is still like one of my best friends is Megan Bailey, um, Josh Bailey's wife. She's, I love that.
1: It's nice to have a little bit of both. I had, I had that too, you know, like you have your bestie that you're kind of entering the whole world together with and it, and I'm still in touch with that friend, even though she's not with the guy anymore.
2: Yeah. And, yeah.
1: And then the ones that kind of showed you how to do it. And those right. I'm super appreciative. Those still am to this day.
2: Yeah, exactly. Christy and I, you know, we, um, we kind of came into this together. So we were all, both really intimidated by certain girls and, um, both like, you know, wives find we had no idea what the heck that was. We were coming into it together. So it was, it was nice to have somebody to know, like that didn't know what was going on. And then I had somebody that I could trust that, you know, could show me the ropes and tell me about stuff like Meg. So um but all the Islander girls for the most part um were super welcoming. Um it
0: seemed like a good group. Like it seemed fun. Like there's a lot of
2: Yeah, and we're actually like a very like tight knit group when we got traded
1: back to New York. Oh funny. Yeah and you while you were with Islanders wasn't didn't the Ownership change. You had a lot of changes there in a few years, right? Yeah. Yeah. Like we we
2: went to Toronto and like so many things changed. Mm -hmm. Um, I remember like looking back at pictures and I was like, Oh my god, we never I never got a Christmas gift when I was there. (laughs) But um yeah, so there were so many things that changed, but the girls, like the core
1: group really never changed when I got back there. It almost felt like we never left and we were gone for two years. So Uh, that's always nice. I like that. It's it's cool to get to. To get to come back because it doesn't happen often. I say this
2: all the time. I felt like going to Toronto it was like a complete dream. Like yeah. it happened so fast. We got engaged there. We obviously made so many new friends there, but I'm like, I feel like I wasn't even there for that long, but it was yeah. two seasons. So, yeah. Oh,
0: wow. It's okay. Crazy. And then, question about that is that where you met? like Jessica Mulrooney, to like, she did your wedding, right?
2: Yes. Yeah. The, uh, way I met Jessica was, um, we actually, there was this girl, um, Megan Chaika, who is, um, sister of the owner or the GM of the coyotes. Coyotes, mm -hmm. I've actually never met her in person and Jess hasn't either, but she like put us in contact on Instagram and was like, Sydney just got engaged. Um, Jess, like if, you know, if you could help her with finding a wedding dress. And I had no idea who Jess was. And I was like, Oh my God, that would be so nice. Like, whatever and then like two days later um matt met her at um matt was training with this like former ufc guy who trains like a lot of hockey players for fighting and um like he does like boxing and whatever and just trains with him and she's like oh i think i just like got put on a message thread with your you know fiance and then from that point on we you know hung out a couple times and She's she was really helpful. She found helped me find my wedding dress and she's yeah. really cool. she's cool as shit. Oh that's um, and that's then where did you guys awesome. get married? We got married in the Hamptons. I grew up going out there with my family as well.
1: Uh okay. so yeah, last June. Uh I feel like the Hamptons is fictional.
0: I know. <laughs> it's only it's on which the movies. The- it's only on Sex in the City.
1: Yeah, so. it's not a real place. <laughs> real sides of New York. <laughs> yeah, I'm yeah. like, I need to go to the Hamptons. Is it yeah. real? I, I, I didn't know, know if it was like saying like I need to go to Neverland. Yeah, a
2: lot of our hockey friends from Toronto and even like the Long Island people who hadn't really ever been out there or the Islanders people that hadn't been out there. We're like, I've never been, like, I can't wait to go. And I was like, you know, it is kind of sheeshy. And, but like, I, you know, there's spots that you go that aren't like that. Like, yeah, obviously, there's going to be those annoying people from, you know, New York City that are just. I want those are the ones I want to meet. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah no, I'm just like, I need to see go it. <laughs> see those people for
2: sure. But there's obviously other spots that you can kind of, you know, avoid those people as well. That's oh, so totally.
0: Funny. And so you're pregnant now yes i'm twenty five weeks. <laughs> oh, fun. How have you been feeling? Good. first trimester was awful um
2: yeah. but you know now I feel like I have energy and of course, with all this going around, I like suddenly have you know the scaries and the anxieties again, right. um about just kind of like what my you know delivery is gonna be like and how I you know can keep her away from all that's going on but mm. um you know, I think you can't postpone a baby like you can postpone a wedding. So (laughs) he's coming. I got to deal with it. Um, but other than that, I feel really good right now. I just feel like I'm getting bigger and bigger by the second.
1: I'm sure you're adorable. Stand up. Let me see it. Yeah. (laughs) Let me see if you look like you just ate lunch. Oh my God. That's that's cute
0: that you was me great. after lasagna yeah that was me after lasagna last night like you like don't even look like it in the face like oh no. like thank Cute.
2: you I feel it but I started getting that like round ligament pain last mm. week and I'm like what is
1: going on obviously like you know like when you're pregnant with your first you're like No idea what's going on with your body. No, every single thing changes, and you're like, How long is this gonna last for? Is this gonna go away? Do I have to wait for that? You're googling things, and that's just not the way to go. No Google. No, but you need to have
0: those friends that like tell you everything. Because like I had like the teammates who I'll never forget, like Louisa Davidson, when we were in Vancouver, she's like, Okay, you need to go and buy a shit kit before you go in labor. I'm like Sorry, what's a shit kit? She's like, no, <laughs> you need to go and buy an enema, and as soon as you go into labor, do the enema, and then go to the hospital. So no goes, one told me
2: that. Oh well, we I had a hot. I told that, but that's brilliant.
0: Okay, because we had like a hot doctor deliver for us in Vancouver, and you did not want to shit on him. So everyone's I'm, like, I'm very scared to shit. I don't know. Yeah. That is like, So do I'm... it. Yeah,
2: it's I... so <laughs> terrifying. I'm like, I can't. And everyone's like, no, like just fluid is coming out. You don't even notice.
0: But I didn't... no, I. I still think I probably didn't. Oh yeah, yeah no, I did not If you do, they just don't even want you no, to. No, they don't. Better. No, I, no. as soon as she told me that, I marched my ass to London Drugs, bought myself a shit kit and you better believe I had that <laughs> thing ready to go
2: for when I was in labor. Like, it was, that is so smart. I mean, yeah, true. like, and our, our team was so crazy this year. We had, uh, four, it was four of us that were pregnant.
1: Wow, mm. that's so fun. I love that.
2: Yeah, so last year was nuts. Like when I was, um, getting married like the I feel nobody was pregnant we were the bachelorette was out of control this year it felt so bad for the two brides because four of us are pregnant <laughs> you know the four of us that are pregnant are like usually really fun love to drink and it was just kind of mellow and yeah. So the, were moms, like, what happened? the moms had to kind of like take on the you know the partying this year, and they were all dying the next day. <laughs> <laughs> were four kids, so.
0: Well, just so you know, Bridget and I always bring our A game. It doesn't matter. So we we people may think we're old and whatever, but we never disappoint.
2: That that's how that's I think true. I'm going to be. That's how Meg Bailey is. Like,
1: <laughs> there's you know. a time I actually always say like when you go to see the bachelorettes in Vegas or whatever, I'm like, those girls are, yeah, they're having, they're having a good time, but I don't think anyone goes crazier than like a, a mom who yeah. gets away from their kids, like for maybe the first time, like after your baby, who knows how old the, your babe will be by the time you leave her. But that first trip away is like, yeah, you know, I might a, be one of your biggest parties.
2: I have a friend's <laughs> bachelorette in Malibu in November. So she'll be I think she'll be like three or four months, so that'll be like my first yeah. real time. And I'm like, yeah. I'm a little scared for myself.
1: Well, <laughs> yeah. And then you know what? You might be surprised because you also you just might want to sleep, and so part of you is like overwhelmed because you just want to go have fun, and then the other part is like, oh my god, I just need to get four months worth of sleep right now. Yeah, that that could also be. <laughs> who knows? You'll play it. You'll play it yeah. fine. I'm sure. We'll I have see. Quick, yeah, I got a quick question. Backing up, you said you guys met on Twitter. A Twitter <laughs> comment. Like, what was the comment?
2: So I've told the story five thousand times. So oh, I sorry. Somebody, no, I apologize if people are listening and they've already heard it. But um, yeah, so I had met his teammate um, at a co- concert at the Coliseum where the Islanders play in the summer, and I was a sophomore. I was going into my sophomore year of college, blacked out. Like I could not even stand. I'm pretty sure <laughs> I cried. Like ten minutes later, probably puked. Like I don't even know. It was a Katy Perry concert. I was out of my mind, and Can you I ran it not- out. I did not remember meeting this guy. Okay. And my friends the next day were like, Sydney, you were talking to like some guy like in the box and he ended up being an Islanders prospect. And I was like, I had no recollection, but I guess I told him my name. I don't know. And he ended up telling my now husband, um, about me. Cause he had a girlfriend he was like, Oh, I met this girl in Long Island. Like you should hit her up. This is her name. And so I was like sitting in my dorm room. This is like months later, like four months later. And Matt tweeted at me from like a public tweet. And it was like, hey, at Sydney Esiason, like at dinner with David Ulstrom, the guy that I met, like thought I'd say hi, winky face. I was, like, Ooh. <laughs> I was like, who the, like, who is Matt Martin? I was a Ranger fan. I had no
1: yeah. idea. Like, You're like, there's not a Matt Martin on the Rangers. <laughs> yeah.
2: I was like, Get who bent. is this guy? And my friend, I was weirdly with my friend who was an Islander fan. And she was like, Oh my god, he's really cute. He has really long hair, but he's really cute. <laughs> and so yeah, I we started chatting, but I didn't answer him for like six hours because I was like, I don't know what, I don't know what to what, do about oh, this. Then you
1: Google, you Google him.
2: But yeah, I googled him. I did all my homework before I answered.
0: <laughs> <laughs> You're like, let's see if it's worth my time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So
1: then, how long before you actually met him in person after this? Um, we met we met up
2: about m- during christmas break so that was like i think a month or two later um and he was super weird like he was really um like social over text message and then i met him in person and he like didn't speak and i was like why are you so weird like so odd i ended up even making like the first move the whole thing he was which in retrospect he was a gentleman but he yeah. was like this guy's
0: really shy and weird but <laughs> But I'm gonna try to make out with them. Yeah.
1: you are like, like, enough are of this though. Let's see you if you're like what's going on. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. So then how long did you date before you well, you moved to Toronto then and then So we were together for like four years. Yeah, that's good. So what did what did your family think of you dating a hockey player?
2: Well, I was so nervous to bring him home because my dad <laughs> is a huge Ranger fan. Um and I texted my dad. My my mom loved him instantly, no problem brought him over to my house and I texted my dad. I was like, Hey dad, I have a new boyfriend. He's in the kitchen. I told this story a thousand times too. Um, and my dad was like, what's his name? And I was like, uh, Matt Martin, he plays for the Islanders. Like, please don't be mad. I don't know. Like, are you going to be pissed? Like I actually <laughs> thought he was going to be legitimately mad. And my dad went, my dad got home, went into the garage, put on a Rangers Jersey and came in. And that's like how he introduced himself. Oh
0: my God. Perfect. <laughs> yeah.
1: So
2: that's like a famous story that we tell all the time.
1: I love that. Though. I love it. Yeah. Does he throw it's football cool. around with uh Matt? Yeah.
2: Actually, Matt has been throwing the football around with our dog like this entire time. I'm like,
0: "Maybe you should pick up a hockey stick." <laughs> like we're not really doing anything right. Now. I don't know why you're throwing around the football, but so what's he doing for workouts then right now? So we have
2: a Peloton. He's doing oh. uh doing like a pellet. He actually like really doesn't love spinning, but it's like the only option he really has. So, um, he's been doing the Peloton every day and then just like kind of workouts that their trainers, um, sent them. Okay. Just like abs and stuff and
0: just kind of backing it up to your pregnancy. So did you get, so your brother has cystic fibrosis. Yes. And then, so did you get testing when you were, when you found out you're pregnant? um well so I
2: don't carry the gene for CF I'm fully recessive um and I don't have it so it was pretty rare there's a lot of families that have you know if they have like three kids or four kids two of the kids will have CF because it's a genetic disease um but when I was younger when I was born my parents tested me for it and I didn't have it nor did I carry it so um going into my pregnancy I knew that there was no chance that this baby could have cf. Okay. Um but I did all the, you know, the genetic screening and everything yeah. when I did get pregnant, but um yeah, it was I mean it's kind of a rare thing that I don't even carry the gene.
1: Yeah.
2: Um and then there's only two of us in our family, but yeah, it's. And so, so how's your brother doing you now? Yeah. He's good. He um he goes to Dartmouth business school. Uh he actually just got engaged. There's a new drug out there right now that is like making like, you know, worlds of difference for CF patients. They, my brother's never felt better in his life. It's called, um, Trakofta. So it, um, has really changed a lot of people's lives and this whole epidemic and pandemic going on right now is scary for them. Mm-hmm. Um, so he's really, he's actually like been isolating himself since like February before anybody yeah. else was. Wow. Um,
1: so he's been really careful, but he's good. That's good. When did this new drug come out? I love hearing when there's a breakthrough and it's that it's making Uh, a difference. He started
2: doing um the trials for it um about two years ago and it just came, it just was FDA approved um I want to say last fall. So there's like a lot of pati RCF patients on it right now and it's people are feeling like they feel like they can do so much more. They're not as tired, they're not as, you know, they can breathe, they can yeah. do so many more activities and it's like ch- it's life changing. Oh so, that's okay. awesome. Yeah oh, I'm
1: happy to hear that. Yeah. That's, that's great. Like what does a date night look like for you guys on a typical date night? Um besides we like going it. to the living room now.
2: <laughs> <laughs> like b- before all of this. Before all this um, we like we love going to the movies. Um actually I didn't tell you guys that's like one of my fun facts. We are both obsessed with Marvel movies. Like yeah. I am like a Marvel nerd. Um, so that is like a big date night for us. Like anytime a Marvel movie comes out or a superhero movie comes out. Um, and yeah, just like, you know, dinners, we're, we're pretty low key. Nothing. We don't love like going, I don't love going into New York city and I think it's cause I'm from New York
1: and like yeah, exploring. Probably. I'm exhausting.
2: I yeah. don't do that. That's touristy stuff. Yeah. Um, so yeah, just pretty low key stuff. And we, you know, we love doing game nights with his teammates and wives too. There's a big, there's a group of eight of us that play game nights all the time.
1: And I great. love that. Yeah, those are my favorite kind of times too. Just you know, like grab yeah. a few couples, have yeah. some have some drinks and and laugh because literally that's probably all you end Especially up. Especially
2: when with you that. come like the older. Like people on the team. Like, I was, we were always younger and like the ones going out after games into like the city and going to like the clubs. And I'm like, now I'm like, that's exhausting. I'd
0: rather (laughs) go like clue. (laughs) So funny. (laughs) Yeah, how quickly you become the
1: old ones. Like,
2: it like happens so fast.
1: (laughs) Well, there's a shift. And then you realize you actually want to, well, because when you're clubbing, I mean, that's fun too, but you can't hear anybody or talk to anybody. So then you make this shift into, or I used, yeah. I felt like I did where you just kind of, you don't mind like a lounge sort of setting where you can all still enjoy each other's company, but it doesn't have to be like, suits. Yeah. what about, what about a karaoke bar for you?
2: Oh my God. I, so I am like, at my friends always say this to me. A lot of girls on the team say this too. If I have like three glasses of wine and you give me a karaoke, mic, I I belt, like I belt it out. So it's uh, the Clutterbucks um, on our team. He has a really good voice and he can actually play the guitar and him and I, I swear to God, when um, A Star is Born came out, him and I did a duet every time we were like in somebody's house, (laughs) even a karaoke bar. Like (laughs) I would sing the duet, like not even my husband, just me and Cal Clutterbuck and his wife and Matt would sit there and just be like,
0: Oh God, here here we go. It's like so weird. I have my
2: guitar here, (laughs) and you're like, "Oh, funny! I have my microphone." (laughs) Oh, I have the um microphone and the um you know the amp in the car. Should I go get it? Hundred percent.
1: You should should carry that shit in a backpack from now on. I, I honestly should. Your teammates will be cursing us. Yeah. <laughs> so like, oh like
2: literally takes two glasses of wine. So I'm like I probably would do it sober now.
1: Yeah. Hey, <laughs> you like the world. It. The world is your karaoke bar. I love it. That's the way to do it. Just be on the halfway point with your pregnancy. You're feeling pretty yeah. good. Have you yeah. and Matt talked about um like who's the better athlete? I mean, who's He he obviously is. Um what about all around? I feel like you've got to have some natural in there. They don't get it all just cuz they get paid to do it. I,
2: I think I'm a pretty, I think I was, I think I'm a better runner, but I feel like hockey players aren't really runners to begin with. So, um, I don't know. We're both really competitive. So if she's not competitive, I'm going to be like, whose baby is this? Like, (laughs) like in everything we're competitive, like towards each other, like board games, like we just go at it. Um, And I think that's why we were so attracted to each other to begin with. Um, but yeah, I, I, and his mom is really tall. His mom's six foot. My dad is like six, five. And I'm like, this baby could be, she could be really tall. (laughs) We're like, we talk about all the time. We're like, she could be a volleyball player. Yeah, Matt's like, no, she's going to be a golfer. I'm like, let's just let her decide what she wants to do.
0: (laughs) Who cooks in the relationship?
2: Oh my gosh. Um, I do, he doesn't, but I am not the best cook. So it's like very simplistic cooking. I cook, you know, pretty much, like maybe my range is like four to five different dishes. Um, we do like to eat out a lot, but um I've gotten better. I will say my mom is a
0: really good cook. So don't yeah, don't worry, Bridget, and I can totally relate to you. <laughs> okay. I,
2: yeah. Like, you know, like, gr- like there are girls that cook their husband's breakfast. And I'm like, oh my God, I'm an awful it's
1: toast. <laughs>
0: <I'm> an awful. <laughs> Jason does not want me to cook his food ever. <laughs>
2: I know that's kind of how Matt is like, he'll be like, yeah,
0: like cook dinner at night. Or he's like, or we could do this. Like, yeah, I know. If I'm I, in the kitchen. Jason's like, what are you doing in here? I'm like, making turkey bacon. Fuck yeah. <laughs> I know. I surprise him occasionally.
2: He'll be like, wow, this is really good. And I'm like, thanks. Like I, I, I can do it, but it's just for me. I'm like, I, it's I know. like the grocery shopping kills me. I, yeah. I, I grocery stuff, but it's like the ingredients for things. I'm like, this is a pain in the ass.
1: <laughs> I just. I don't really enjoy it. I, I came to that um, realization a few years ago and I was fine with it. <laughs> anyway, I go, I don't have to, and it bugs me that I'm not good at it. So that bothers me because I'm also competitive and I really don't like not being good at something. So I, and if I don't want to be good at it, then I guess yeah. someone else could. I'm I also fine.
2: You see like <laughs> all the other wives cooking these like insane dinners, oh, especially just, like, right now right
1: now.
2: I oh, oh, I'm like, holy shit, this is not me. But I, and I'm now I've just gotten to the age where I'm like, I just accept that I'm not a great yeah. cook. You know? Yeah. I mean,
1: you, I mean, you can't be good at everything. Yeah. Right. I, we bring not. a lot to the table here. We're it doesn't <laughs> have to be
2: dinner or and we bring a lot of, you know, exactly. Thinking. I know.
0: Cause like so many people are going crazy and just like cooking so much right now. Cause there's like nothing to do. And yeah. I've been organizing and stuff, but there's like nothing to watch on TV. Oh no, 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 Wait, actually there was something to watch on TV today. <laughs> and I put it on my Instagram cause I was fucking dying there was marble races on espn today. shut your mouth shut and your mouth and on yeah like, yeah and the guy We're was like comment, was sports yeah like it was like he was commentating it like there was like raspberry <laughs> racers and like savage speeders and the names of these balls like these marbles sorry and I it was like not uh, that back, he would balls of chaos like they're all just giving her <laughs> down this track and i was like there's nothing there's a track
1: these. yeah Check. All okay. right. It sounds like we're going to have to come up with some, yeah, sport a little more exciting to um, if I wasn't time, Some I type did. of drinking game around it. Yeah, I'm that.
2: <laughs> I think I everybody's hope. making everything a drink. I actually said this to my friends. I was like, I would. I, I'm actually kind of glad I'm pregnant because I feel like I would be drinking oh. a ton of alcohol right
0: now,
1: all day. Yeah. <laughs> Almost kind of
2: a blessing in disguise that I am pregnant during a pandemic.
1: Yeah. Well, you're, you're staying at home. You're staying safe. You're staying in control of your environment, which is the best thing you can do. Yeah, but, um, I, yeah, the drinking thing is, um, because, and for us, we have kids that we typically have to be driving around. We don't have to drive them anywhere. So yeah, all of a sudden how it's like, that? I always like, like homeschooling or whatever. Well, it's for us, really you know, what? our kids are older. So, um, but they're doing online school anyhow. Okay. They made That ship because they were all athletes and they had stuff going on. So, um, yeah it's not a huge difference for them. They miss their, um, activities and their friends outside of that. But mm-hmm. really it's, it's, we're kind of, um, enjoying being, leaving, a, leading a little more calm life because we literally running around all the time. So we're just kind of like all our kids, I'm yeah. sure we're getting sick of it, but it's not a huge adjustment. It's not like we have little kids like Coda has younger kids. So her story is going to be different than mine. Go ahead, yeah. off to you, Koda. <laughs> fuck, <laughs> fuck my face. Are you exhausted? Like, yeah,
0: grade five math is outrageous. I could so, not do grade five mm, math. If you know, no. right and then you have to explain your work, and I'm like, because I
1: did. Like, I just <laughs> you're like, this did is it. the answer. I'm like, yeah. I don't think I could do long division right now. I'm like, I have no idea. <laughs> yeah. Well, they do it different. That's the thing. Although you're young, you may have done this new way. But when That's I look true. at it too, I'm like calculus but i'm like i have no i
2: cannot tell you
0: <laughs> no like we have to put my kids through like workouts cuz my youngest is he's he's crazy so he has to do like some kind of workout every day cuz he's out of his fucking mind and then <laughs> my oldest is just sad cuz he like he has autism and he loves his like yeah. routine and his schedule and so he's just yeah he's more sad. Like he thought I closed schools. And so he was kind of mad at me for the first few days. I'm like, I literally had nothing to do with it. <laughs> so it's yeah. just like trying to explain that to him is.
2: And you have stunning. like two different worlds of like keeping one, trying to keep one schedule and then like also just trying to like, you know, entertain them.
0: And- yeah. Like that so, meme uh, where it's like, yeah, you change your kids out of like their morning pajamas into their night pajamas. Mm-hmm. Like for sure. Like yeah. Ryder needs to change into his night pajamas. It's
2: like all about survival. I feel like, I <laughs> totally. feel like mom I've talked to, he's like, I'm just trying to survive.
0: <laughs> I know. And I'm like on all the zoom chats and stuff with friends. And Jason's like, girls are so funny. I'm like, whatever.
1: <laughs> You're like, we need people. We need each other. That's the yeah, thing. No, no, we need each like, other. I need this girl time. I need this girl talk. Yeah. exactly. So my, my girls actually have birthdays both this weekend. So I'm in the middle of trying to, um, Create, do something creative for them. Yeah, that's the thing though, too,
0: for everyone like with birthdays is like finding everything for their kids right now to like have balloons or like whatever. And I mean, (laughs) my neighbors, like, we're lucky in our neighborhood, everyone just kind of like ask each other if you have stuff. Like, tomorrow is my cat's birthday, and I got. A hat from a neighbor and candles Fuck. from another neighbor. <laughs> what? <That's> amazing. <laughs> the priorities
2: are, are very. It's high. my cat's birthday.
0: Yeah. And I mean, I will see be
2: a happy dog, so that's. Fine.
0: Yeah, quarantine <laughs> yeah. day number what? I don't know, but my cat will have her
1: fucking birthday. <laughs> it's going to kill me.
2: Nothing will get in the way of it.
1: <laughs> I'm going to send a squirrel after your cat in your house.
0: She's too pretty. Don't
1: do it. <laughs> Uh, well, Sydney, thanks so much. I'm glad we got to got to catch up with you and learn Happy more about you. Yeah, and it was something we could do today. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. exactly. I know yeah. it's six
0: o'clock my time. This is
1: awesome. I know.
2: I'm like, you know what? I can keep talking because I'm there's nowhere to go. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, you work on your um your new uh drinking game. Get yeah. creative. I know you can't do it, but maybe Drink we'll so put hard. our heads together. Watch <laughs> marble races on ESPN. Yeah. Yeah, you're welcome. Now you know. Now you know where the live sports are. <laughs> <laughs> uh, right. We'll take good care. Um, stay well, stay healthy, and uh, all mm-hmm. our love to you and your new babe. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you, stay, stay in stay touch. Stay
0: your families. Right. Thanks. <laughs> Bye. Right. Take
1: good care. Bye. <laughs> Thanks for hanging out. You've been listening to Our Hockey Life with Codette LaBarbera and Bridget Whitney. Join us next week when we get to introduce you to another great hockey friend.
0: Make sure to follow us on Instagram at Our Hockey Life and at Codette LaBarbera.